You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the Most High, Chris, and I'm here with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's going on, Chitty? What's good? We are the underground. Yeah. Fresh Wrestling Podcast. For sure. As he said, I am Chitty Gang. Chitty, Chitty Gang. I'm already fucking up. <laughs> Chitty Bang! With, you know, the heel with the baby face pop, Chris, the Most High. The heel with the baby face <laughs> Oh, yeah, the heel with the baby face <laughs> yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah. Chris, the most high, you know. Oh, uh, man. Before we get going with the show, Chris, tell them about your week and your, and, you know, how you doing? How you been? Yo, who are dads out here? Uh, and I know this is rhetorical because y'all not just listening, but like, if you a dad, full time father, full time mobbing out here. It's tough, nigga. <laughs> it's tough, nigga. To want to have to be able to have a life outside of your goddamn family, nigga. It's like a crime. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. But um, everything's good, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Last week, we missed out yeah. uh, for recording because uh, my baby boy got christened. So we flew up to New York City, did that. Came back down and hit the ground running like life never stopped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Baby girl, she is full-time student back at work. Me with the baby, full-time student. So shit just been just been crazy, man. Yo, just shout out crazy, to y'all. Man. Shout out to parenthood. Shout out to motherhood. Shout out to fatherhood. Uh, yo, it's the grind, guys. And with with Just Do, we missed last week because of the christening. I wish I could have been there, honestly. Um, but uh, you guys check out his ID and see the beautiful pictures they posted of their son CJ, Chris Jr. Shout out to Chris Jr. Kid is freaking adorable. Should be um, a Pampers model. He you will know? be for sure. We gonna get man. We will get these checks. I don't know when they coming, but we gonna get these checks, man. But um, yeah, man. So last week was a lot. We watched. I watched wrestling. Uh, was planned on actually doing a via satellite show. Out in the city That didn't come into fruition So we actually missed the whole week uh-huh. uh, Watched another week of wrestling So here we are um, Jam-packed 
Uh, we're going to try to get through the show. We are recording before uh, NXT Portland. Uh, so you guys will have our um, kind of like review. <coughs> Excuse me. For those watching on Twitter, Instagram, I got that fucking pack, nigga. So that that's for those with visual uh, 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 capabilities. But yeah, so we, we got a lot to get into. So we about to go ahead and get right into uh, the topical issue of the week, uh, which a lot of people, if y'all don't know, we try to like, you know, switch it up. Usually we'll go right into our high spots. We try to go right into, you know, if we got a lot to get into. But um, topical of the week was um, Nyla, Nyla Rose. Congratulations first off to Nyla Rose. Uh, finally winning... Uh, the AEW's win, the AEW Women Championship should have happened a long time ago. Should have had, she should have been the first. Oh one. my god! I know would have been I a mean, controversy I mean, on that. It is now. It's, it's, I mean, did, what? Did, I mean, did he? Did you? It didn't. She didn't have to be the. No, first this one. is why. Because here's the thing: the backlash they're getting right now, they would have gotten it anyways. They would have gotten it anyways, and it would have been. Uh, I think she would have had more. She would have bring more interest to the division until now. We've been talking about the women's division lacking. And if I, Nyla was the champion and it's still lacking, then it still would have been lacking with Nia. No, it wouldn't. I don't think so. I think that she has the ability to to make a babyface matter. You know, it's like with Rio, what babyface did they have though? Rio, wow. Rio could have been that babyface. Her her rise to, to defeat Nyla could have been a, a journey. Uh, you have now <laughs> Big Swole, which I think oh, we'll talk yeah. more about that later on. I think she should go up against Nyla Rose, but more than anything, like. I know it's controversial because, you know, she's transgender, but I think that's where they should have gone initially. And the people who are talking shit right now, honestly, y'all don't have a leg to stand on. Right now, uh, Tessa Blanchard is, what, impact champion right now. No one, like, everybody's crowned, you know, that was like, oh my God, you know, such a great moment for, for impact. You know, I mean, granted, there was a whole racist, you know, that whole thing happened to, to put a stain on that. But... It's this is just this is wrestling, you know. Representation matters, and we've been talking about representation matters since episode one. Representation matters, and that goes for the trans community. And and you can say what you want about, but if she represents, if she feels that's where she's comfortable, and, and and she's a woman wrestler that can go with the men, I bet. Let them create an atmosphere in, in AEW where they can tell stories with her with that, you know. And, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be so stigmatized. And I think people need to chill out. I mean, it's, I, it's, I think what you're talking about and what's happening is two different things. Um, the backlash of what's happening isn't necessarily as far as that. The top, the, the, this is the topic. The topic is AEW needs to address their fans. That's okay. it. Uh, what you said is fine. I'm not going to trample or go or whatever the, the, the real issue of this is AEW needs to get out in front of this and they need to check their fans. Nyla Rose is a transgender competitor in their company. And granted, like you said, a backlash is backlash. But my, my point of the backlash wasn't about the backlash. My point about the division being sucky was it. If Nyla Rose was their first champion, granted, that's cool. And Rhea's grind to be in the baby face is cool. But that's still a two-horse race in that whole division. Swole just got there. And Britt Baker wasn't what 
they're making her now. So that division was still weak regardless of who the champion was. I would So... What, I would have rather seen that personally. Well, no, that's no, that's, personally. that's yeah. fine. But I think what, what, what the main part is, is Nyla Rose is the women's champion. Nyla Rose is a woman. Nyla Rose won the women's championship. I think right there are all periods to three different sentences. Nyla woman is a woman. I mean, Nyla Rose is a woman. Nyla Rose is women's champion. Nyla Rose won a women's championship. There's no commas in between there. So I think the comments that are happening around the situation is is largely to the point of we're still in a divisive world, right? So we're in a divisive world. It's hard for us to say where wrestling is so subjective for people to be numbskulls elsewhere, not to be numbskulls in this particular situation. Uh-huh. My whole thing is just don't say anything. Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like, I think we are in a point now where 2020, we have to take a lot of self accountability of what's happening. You know what I mean? Freedom of speech, cool. Wherever the fuck that happens to be for you, but everybody got a significant other. Everybody know that with that significant other, there's shit that you just can't and won't say regardless of your freedom of speech. So you take that and apply that elsewhere like, hey, does this move a conversation forward? Does my opinion really fucking matter in this instance? (laughs) And can I lose my fucking day-to-day real-life job because (laughs) niggas can be dickheads on Twitter and get me fired? Making good points right there. I can't front. Honestly, it's it's about taking the, the time and thinking things through before you tweet, thinking things through before you comment, <laughs> thinking things through before you do all that stuff. You know, I I honestly I, I do I've done it too. Like I think we've all done things where we tweeted or commented or posted a video where we're like, maybe I shouldn't have said that that, that, <laughs> that way, way or that done that thing. You know, but it's it, I think what I'm trying to say is. It shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be. Okay, so that, that's the type of a thing. So let's be real, CT. Let's be honest with ourselves, man. We're 30, right? And this is keeping all the way oh, 100. Okay, Hold on. Let's wait for it. Go ahead. We're 30 years old. Before 10 years ago, did we know being a transgender was okay? Because th- you gotta understand, so everybody has upbringing. Uh, for everybody sure, has for sure. Me, I personally, am a person who's like, if you, you do you, as long as you're not hurting anybody else. So, th- so when it comes to that your ideology and your opinion and your self reflection, ten years ago, an ignorant CT would have saw a transgender and would have made a comment. To him and his friends, or to himself, I mean, or that the mindset wouldn't have been okay. Now I think, and that I put making, that on me too. And I'm going to put I that down. I think you. that making comments is not a problem when you're not doing it in such a social media atmosphere. It, it is you a know, problem. I think, I think that, and this is why because if a white person says "nigga" in private, it's a problem. They do. Though. I understand that. So this is my point. A racist is a racist in private and in public. A transphobic is a transphobic in private and in public. So my thing is, is I'm not asking nobody to change their opinion. I'm just saying, 
We don't need to know it. Mm, I see. So niggas, if you're, you're racist, know no, 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 because white people go to fucking wrestling shows surrounded by black people and mask that fucking racism every time, <laughs> my nigga. You feel me? <laughs> Yeah. You feel me? Racist, <laughs> racist, racist pull up at fucking, racist pull up at wrestling shows, see all these niggas, and be like, God damn it! And won't say a fucking thing. Yeah. So my thing is, if you got a problem, it's okay. But you don't have to say it because my thing is, one. So so you think they shouldn't even say it in private? You should, my, my thing is, don't Because I think that people... Vent that they they are, they are afraid of things they don't understand. That, that's, and that's correct. And they, and that's they have, correct. And that's they, correct. They, people are afraid of things they don't understand. They they cast judgment. That's just where we live in. And I think that being in this internet age, we're getting to see people a whole different way. And it yes. takes take time to grow yes, yes. and understand and um, truly say, "Wow, there's a brighter scope of the world that is." But my not it's, it's not what you know, but different without judging. So you know? so peep this. AJ Styles with the toxic masculinity commercial with Gillette, right? He had his opinion. He stated his opinion. I've looked at AJ Styles different ever since that opinion. Okay. If I didn't know that fucking opinion, he'll be cool. He had a problem with it? Had a problem with it. Okay. And I don't have a problem with him having a problem with it. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a nuanced conversation to have with him so he can say why he has a problem. You should. It's no problem with having a problem with something. For know? sure, that's what I'm saying. I think it's always a dialogue, you know. And and, and but this is what I'm. So my thing is now when you say that, if it's worth having, now, a that's dialogue. What, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now with this this situation, Nyla Rose is what she is. Just how Dwayne Wade's daughter Zyla is what she is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that was the topic of conversation. And now I think that's why. This situation is so topical because okay. it's in the news cycle. Yeah. It's it's in it's not just wrestling. It's legit mainstream in the news cycle yeah. where Dwayne Wade's uh, 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 um, uh, Melbourne mm-hmm. son uh, yeah, identif- ad- identifies herself now as Zyla. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my thing is is that people who have opinion about that. Doesn't need to be an opinion heard. I feel you, uh, but that's the evolution of this thing called social media. Uh, exactly. How everybody having an opinion. For and, sure, for sure. And not being necessarily educated or necessarily, you know, understood. Because people fear things they don't understand. And if you haven't lived, you know, somebody else's life and walked in their shoes, you really don't understand. So that's why we get discourse like this. But I think that when it comes to being nasty or being negative... Or, uh, or malicious in manners of your opinions. Because if AJ says something about toxic masculinity and it's not necessarily hating on people. It's not hating and, and, on and, people. And making, uh, making it personal, <coughs> then that's cool. Have your I think opinion. My, my, but my people problem online with the, yeah. saying things malicious and things are that are actually meant to antagonize, I have a problem. Right. That's a problem. And yeah. I don't have yeah. a problem with ignorance because my thing with AJ Styles is ignorance. You're 40, you're ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like, get that, you, 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 you know what Tosca Madeline is. Like, yeah. women, you better have my plate fits yeah. and shit. Like, that's toxic, to, to, toxic masculinity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fight like a man. Like, that's yeah. toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. You know what I mean? Or, you know, quit being such a girl. Stop being, that's toxic masculinity shit. Shit you should know as you're growing up because, mm-hmm. A, you got kids, so you got to watch what you teach your kids. Yeah. And, B, now you got a daughter. 
Your daughter isn't inferior to any one of your three boys. Sure. That's what you need to be instilling them. Yeah. You feel me? So that's my problem with AJ. My thing with you is correct. And, I mean, with, with the people on Twitter, is actually absolutely correct. The entire, and that goes back to my whole point with AEW. And it's not my problem. Listen, I don't have a problem with you, Cody, Brandy, or anybody like that. Tony, I think you guys realistically need to get in front of it is what we're saying. Because, A, two black people of color already got an issue with how many people of color you got on your show. Right? But also, we stand up for women's rights, mm-hmm. you know, LGBTQ rights, and, and we're trying to be knowledgeable and inclusive mm-hmm. in this community. So with that, you also have to be a leader in, in the in the manner of how you handle it and get out in front and say, hey, we will not tolerate fans of ours not being fans. Like, hey, you don't yeah. have to be a fan of what we do creatively, but you will not disrespect yes. the personal or the people that are portrayed in this company. And I think that is definitely what they need to get in front of. I think that's where that we're where that. We land on that topic honestly because I think that right here um, says, "Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a, a watcher of our product, you're not going to treat our our employees this way. You know, we're not going to go out here and you know. And I know it could be people can take it as preachy, but yo, they set the culture of their company. They set the culture of what they're trying to do for the future of wrestling. Sure. And I think this is a big move, but I and I think it's a progressive move." You know, in the forms of wrestling, so I think that's how I look at it, and um, I'm down. I'm, I'm really curious to see how AEW performs going forward. We'll talk more AEW later. Later, but um, well, let's let's get right into the show. So um, we're about two weeks behind. So um, one things that we do want be to mesh. it's going to be a mesh. But one thing that happened good about Raw is that they were very um, they with with, with Raw they were very. Uh, continuity um, with their storytelling from last week to this week as far as what was happening. Um, so last week, uh, or this past week, we got Angel Garza um, against Rey Mysterio. Um, but the week before then, he debuted um, as Zelina Vega's uh, new uh, Mexican aristocrat. The new pretty boy. The new... And shout out to Angel Garza getting fucking engaged and still having his co-workers on his dick, nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. Bruh, they, everybody, like, tagging him on Twitter mm-hmm. about being his valentine. Oh, word? Nigga. Oh, if, if such and such wasn't, oh, he would be my valentine. Like, oh. whoa. Who said that? Chuck. Charlie. Charlie Caruso? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I just sip tea on that one. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, oh and him. Billy Kay. But, Billy Kay, too. Uh, well, hey, he just got engaged. He just got engaged, right? So, let me, let me pause on that. Angel Gods are doing great on Raw. <laughs> on and off Raw, my <laughs> man. Angel Dodgers is doing great work on, on Raw. And um, I'm curious to see where he goes. I think that it's perfect with him, <clears throat> Andrade, um, being suspended. <clears throat> just give that spot to somebody and For see sure. how they move. I thought Angel Garza did a great job on the mic as a performer. Yes. Um, with Ray and then, you know. A lot so, of people were giving him Eddie vibes. 
Ooh, a lot of people were give a lot of people were giving him I can like, see that the Eddie vibes. like in like a real sense of Bro, he's legit Latino heat. When he snatches off the pants, man <laughs> I mean goddamn. <laughs> God damn, man. Bone alert, bone alert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh so shout out to the Um Bro, he debuted at MLW, my nigga. And MLW, you know, it's like 37 people in the crowd, my mm-hmm. G. Yeah. Bruh, all 11 women was like, woo! <laughs> yeah, woo! And I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> that guy's gone. That guy's gone, yeah. so he's going places. <laughs> he's going places. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, so. Shout him, out to Angel Garza. Angel Garza, him and Ray put on a fucking banger of a match. I think, Ray, like you said, you mentioned it. Ray's job is just to be like, yo, you Mexican? Cool, come on. <laughs> TV time, nigga. You know what I mean? That's what I said. Like, that's, his, that's his role. Yeah. But I think it's great that he's putting those people on. Because we now have Andrade. We have Umberto Carrillo. We have now Angel Garza. All, like, have... We all, like, we, we fuck with them. They, they all have skill. And they all have been given opportunities to see on the main stage to be promoted. I love it all. What's going on with them? And when Andrade gets back, I'm curious to see where they go with him. I, I'm right down to see him. And nigga, he, shout out to Saudi Arabia. Saudi, right? About to get four Mexicans fighting for the United States Championship. Fuck you, Donald Trump, bitch ass nigga. It's a, four, it's a fatal four way. It's a fatal four way with oh. all four Mexicans, dog. Yo, that's what's <laughs> up. I didn't know that. That's awesome, bro. Uh, I'm not gonna choose. I'm not, I'm Fuck not. down the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck down the truck. You wanna keep it up? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I gotta see that. I gotta see that. Um, yeah, it's Umberto, Andrade, Angel, Ray, I believe. I wasn't sure that if uh, Andrade would be back in time, but I guess he will be. Alright. Um, Saudi is in two weeks, I believe. So as soon as that nigga get off the spectrum, he's on the flight, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, get into to, more into Raw. Let's go into the women's division. Shayna, the vampire. What'd Come on. Shayna, the vampire. Shana I the vampire. wasn't really... Nah, I mean... You know what? I'm, I'm going to steal a take right here because CM Punk had a, 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 a... He said something on backstage where he's like, you know, this was a little bit much for him off the bat. He's like, what if, like, it got to a point where then, you know, she the, the feud needs to be escalated and then she bit her? You know, I would have loved that too. Yes. I think that would have been yeah, way that, better. That would have been way better. Uh, and then you're because really if Shayna bites her before Mania, yeah, that matters more. Way than more just than right now, now to, to initiate the feud. You know, and yes, they always do something like yes, that where yes, I'm like, yes. eh, you know, this timing of it. But uh, I'm curious now. You're in a box hole. Where do you go after you bite a bite? A, I'm gonna say bite a bitch. But <laughs> where do you go you when know, you bite a bitch? Where do you, where you, you go right? when you bite a bitch? Honestly, <laughs> you know. Um, so what is it going to be? A hell of a sell? I, mean, I doubt it's going to be that, but a hell of a sell. No, what? Holy shit! Between two women, I'll be amazing. If they're in a hell of a sell match, that would matter more than a single match, wouldn't it? To you, it, it would. But my thing is, is that that view has to be escalated so much more from now to mania. For like, and I the hell in the cell got to be something different. It got to be like barbed wire that's door the thing. type if they, shit. If they, if they like, escalated it and then she better, and then it's a hell in a cell match. Not out, that that would have been like, okay, I'm in. I'm in for WrestleMania. I gotta see where this goes. And Punk was right on that take. Um, but I'm really glad it's gonna be a memorable thing we see for Shayna for sure. 
we're never gonna forget Shayna biting Becky Lynch's neck on Raw. So uh, I think it was a good look for for Shayna, honestly. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what else happened on Raw, man? You're driving uh, the show today, man. I'm driving the show. All right, bet. Um, Buddy Murphy and a- and uh, Seth Rollins get the belts off them niggas. That's I'm, one I'm thing I definitely want to say. Take the belts off of Buddy, but and also as as split KO and Samoa Joe. So you don't want to see the title go to Samoa Joe? No, 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 no. Honestly, I don't either. I want to see when you when we when you want to see who Private Party get it at WrestleMania. Wait, you want private party? I mean, they would they would have to put them in the mix, and then no, private it, party is an AEW. Um, excuse me, ah, fuck, why did I say that? Street profits, <laughs> street profits. My bad. It's because they're black, nigga. <laughs> street profits, my bad, yo. Everybody's like this. Um, we're high, man. Fuck it. We're high. We're extremely high. Give, forgive me. Chalk it up to uh, that street profits. In uh, a match with Seth and Buddy, you know that would be fine. Drop the titles to them. I don't want to see Kenny Owens and Joe get the tag titles either, honestly. Um, but if I can see them doing that to give them like an important match of a mania, because it's the top of the card seems to be a whole bunch of nostalgia. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's what they're going. You know, when, when not really. <laughs> for what? For what? Mania. Not really, but if they put, I, I, here's the thing. I'm, I'm just gonna take a detour real quick. If they put the title on Goldberg, I'm not gonna be. Happy. But I don't think they will. Though. That's uh, the thing. Good. I really hope they don't. No, I, I think honestly, about Goldberg Roman. No, I think I think honestly, I we, got, we got Fiend, we got we got Fiend Roman. I'd rather see that Fiend Roman, but uh, to get the name out there and, and you know do the whole Goldberg don't move no fucking tickets, bro. We already that. tried that at 33. Okay, in Orlando, we already tried that. We 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 been there, done that. Like we we good. Like all right, good. Yeah, you know I mean, so I think that you're right. I think that you're right. So Roman Bray, uh, going forward with that. Um, and then outside of that, they the only nostalgia. Like outside of that, you got we well, got, got Edge Randy Orton. Oh, that is a is raw. Cena, that's a is raw. John Cena that's doing something. People are talking about John Cena coming back. Maybe he's just coming from, for a little spot. Maybe an elimination chamber match. I don't know. No, John Cena is definitely coming back for Mania because he got that press run. He got that. I think all his movies is done. So he got the Fast Nine. He got the Invisible Man. Um, that's coming out, and I think he got another joint okay. that he did. So, uh, he is seen up real quick for for a feud. Um, doesn't seem like a bad business idea. Um, for that's so awesome to have to be able to choose like that, though. I mean, honestly, I mean, I movies until I'm like ready. To <coughs> listen, go back. Get heated up again. And this is why, honestly, and, and and this is another detour, but this is necessary. This is why Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, because we ain't going to address that nigga. This is why Terry Bollea is so important to the business. Uh-huh. Because his influence and his, his... And this is why... This is why... This is why Vince... Thinks he's so invincible because he took Terry Bollea and took that formula, and that nigga was in Japan. That nigga was working down there in Florida, but he wasn't making no bread until he was marketing it right. Yeah, 
He, once, became, he became a cartoon. Once and Vince could put on like a market, boom. Once Vince Throw marketed out. that nigga, boom, out the door. Vince recycled it and did it twice with two niggas at the same <laughs> time, bro. Austin and Rock, right? Bro, at the same time. Yeah. Now, Austin's a cultural fucking phenomenon. Like, he's a, he's like a folk lord sure, hero. But then you're talking about John Cena. But then and the you're Rock. talking about the Rock and, like, and bro, yeah. he's like, and that's why. Because Steve Austin does his own thing, too. Exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. So, like, that that's why I think but, you know, that's why obviously I think, Hulk Hogan, Rock, Cena are like the public yes, biggest those names are the in three biggest icons in, like, icons in, in wrestling, bro. Atmosphere. When you do a Mount Rushmore, those are the four names. Yeah, it's Cena, it's Austin, it's Hulk Hogan, the it's The Rock, and you got you can't dispute that. You're going off of. What they meant to WWE. And we're not even WWE. For the ability for niggas to be able... Hulk Hogan changed numbers, dog. When he jumped from WWF to WCW and Billionaire Tattoo, he changed numbers. He changed numbers, yeah. NWO, he changed numbers. He allowed TNT and TBS to so get... He, like, he, put, he, put, he kind of moves the business forward. He moves the business forward. Now, he caps himself. Because when Rock takes the when Rock Austin take the man to a 98, 99, mm-hmm. there's nothing Hulk Hogan can do to get that back from us. Yeah, but his place is cemented. That's why he's always brought back. And us, we you know that's one of that's one of the takes you're gonna have, and we might as well can knock into it yeah, right now. It. Nostalgic acts like nostalgic acts like you say you want to put up a Twitter poll. Do they move the needle? And to some effect, they do. I think that when you put it that way, nostalgia acts move the needle in terms of a business sense. You know, and, and, and in terms of, hey, we're trying to make the next jump as a company to get to the next level as, you know, and that's why we look at WWE like they're on like this Disney level atmosphere For of sure. wrestling and For entertainment sure. in their own niche. They're in this kind of the carny realm of, of business model, but they have made that a whole industry. Uh, beyond wrestling, Bro, you know? they made uh, wrestling so, to a sports entertainment. And that's why, because Jim, Jim Cornette says like wrestling should never be traded. That's Jim Cornette's take. Like wrestling should not be traded on the uh, on the market. But when you're out there to get money, and that's the goal, then it has to be to some set set move forward and be traded as a, a public company, and then you abide by a certain rules to take those next steps. Um, I get when it when it comes to business sense of putting nostalgia acts in, in place if they move the needle. But I look at nostalgia acts as a way to facilitate your future. I think that's the best way to do it. I don't think necessarily. I, I love the whole thing with Edge. I do, but I, I I love it to facilitate the future, and I hope we get to that point because he has a longer uh, he has a longer contract. So we'll get to that point where he's facilitating the future. But then when it comes to then Goldberg, I want him to facilitate Bray's future and take that out. You know, when you want to use nostalgia acts. I think that's when they're used properly. I think, um, but also to facilitate an angle. And Matt Hardy on this week, they use him in a way to facilitate an angle. And I loved it. Matt Hardy's role in him and Randy Orton in Raw was, I think, a great point. A great moment on the show. But as far as seeing him as a worker, I think the business has... um, 
I don't know. It's kind of evolved, and he set up a new a new standard of wrestling, but it's evolved. So seeing him in an angle on Raw, I I'm not sure where, where he's gonna be going. He, the people think he's gonna leave and go to AEW. Hold on, got a cough. <coughs> but I'm down with this Randy Orton Edge thing, though. No, but the the the. I want nostalgic acts as a whole. To but let's think, let's think about that. So, or influence the show. Hold on, but let's think about this. What's a nostalgic act to you? Randy's been in the business. He came in in 03, nigga. So this was this 16, 17 years. That's a good question. What's a nostalgic act? Edge, ninety nine. What's a nostalgic? That's twenty years. <coughs> What's a nostalgic act? If the rock music hit, you're popping, nigga, and you don't give a fuck what he' about to do, but you gonna watch to see what it is. You know what I mean? So. What, like, you know what I mean? I like, they have so much talent, you know, but, and that's what it happens when you have so much talent, you know? Um, but I, I think that you got to limit them, you know? So the, I want to see Randy Orton and right as do their thing. That's the nostalgic match for that WrestleMania. You know, that's pretty it much what It can't be that nostalgic match for WrestleMania when Cena can come back, when Taker can come back, when... Taker and Taker... Does that sell tickets? Taker and Sting guarantee you sells fucking tickets right now if they announce it. It's true. Like and 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 that's why it's tough. Like, yo, I love Cedric. I love Cedric, dog. Met him on a on a on a outside level. You know what I mean? Like is Cedric? Can we make a set? Can wrestling can make anybody matter, right? Wrestling can make anybody matter. Oh, shout out to Millie Rock. She got an ashtray, so we can stop ashing on her Thank table. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah. thank you, Millie. Um, but like, I I love Cedric Alexander. I love Mustafa Ali. I love Shorty G. <coughs> but uh, uh, um, can they story mean anything to the point of if I put X name on the marquee? Here's the thing about it: when we're looking at it from the story aspect, yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, um, story back. I get what you're saying. I get what I'm saying. I agree with you. When you're looking for as far as all right, give these guys a platform on this on the show. You gotta limit your nostalgia acts. That's what I'm trying For to sure. say. So that's what I mean. Like you have a nostalgia match. Like this is pretty much what, and they could be good as we can see seen in the past. You know, at a time we saw Shawn Michaels and Undertaker be the best match on the card. Yes. I mean, you know, in, in the year, at a, and they were at that point nostalgic acts. But it's at one point do they, you know, take away from the uh, the younger stars? I think that Edge and Randy Orton is a perfect nostalgic match. As far as match-wise. But if you're talking about telling stories and all that stuff, do we need to see John Cena come back? I don't know. He can do his little... You come back, do a little promo with somebody and bounce. Um, uh, do we... Because if you're working, that takes a spot from somebody working at Nah, you're right. Now, you know? WrestleMania's story should be a culmination of something. I don't think that Cena should just be coming in, getting into a story. Now, if Cena comes in and he's a part of SmackDown, and let's say 
uh, he wants to put over a younger act. Let's say, let's say they tell the story of Shorty G or some shit like that. And he gets inspired by this ruthless aggression. And we're going on a tangent, so we'll get back into the show, sorry. But let's see if Shorty G gets inspired by this ruthless aggression uh, fucking thing they're about to put on the network. And he comes out and challenges John Cena. And they tell that story from now to Mania. That's the story where I would love to see Cena get into a match with Shorty G. Yeah, we don't. And that's, and that's facilitating that's the future. Facilitating the st- that's exactly. facilitating the future. For sure. So that would be awesome. You know, um, but then you see John, if it's John Cena and... Elias. Eli- <laughs> I don't get, like, get the fuck out of here with that. Nah. Nah, if y'all, Mania already seven hours, nigga. If y'all about to give me John Cena and Elias, keep that shit, nigga, for sure. Yo, what if it was like John Cena and like a Keith Lee or something? I would be down. Like, I'm getting, this is just throwing shit out. I'll be, nigga, if John Cena come back and was like, nigga, I want Velveteen Dream now. What you gonna do? I'm, nigga, lock, lock the fuck in for eight <laughs> weeks, nigga, <laughs> three. Nigga, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally locked in, yeah. nigga. You crazy? John Cena. John Cena and Velveteen, nigga, what? Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So, um, but when it comes to, when it comes to, 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 to to Raw and and everything like that and 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 I know we dabbled in and out of SmackDown, but crazy how we ended up at NXT, which is our next point of the show. Um, the 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 uh, the facilitation of younger talent uh, mixed with veterans uh, is it bled in from Raw to NXT yeah, with Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and then on NXT. Bianca and Rhea Ripley with Charlotte. I don't know how to fuck that out <laughs> that in. But yeah. um I I I like how Rhea Ripley has kind of a made herself um a, a, a part of something that she had no business with because we didn't assume Charlotte was gonna challenge for the NXT championship uh when she won the rumble. We were looking at SmackDown Raw. For Rhea to actually come in and and declare herself worthy enough, and her title, I should say, worthy enough for a WrestleMania spotlight, A, is dope, but B, it also added something to her story with Bianca because no way your ass supposed to be fucking overlooking me. I Which I love that story. I love that story. Yeah, I love I that you. story. I do think they 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 kind of um uh and we rolling up another dunk for they y'all niggas. Should have waited. I personally would have waited to in, to interject Charlotte and this Rhea Ripley stuff. Okay, till after Portland. To after Portland, and then see where it goes. Unless they were going for a triple threat at Mania. If they're going for a triple threat at Mania, which I would love to see, then this could be a great way to get there, you know? Um, but if that's in that case, if, cause I don't, I, I don't see how now my thing is a triple threat at mania is Charlotte taking another L at mania or is Charlotte going to get put over at mania and then go back to Orlando. That could be great. Honestly, that could be great for a short period of time. But that's the intrigue of the match, and she can take an L, you know? So either way, I think that... Because realistically, what is that division? 
What is that division if Shayna goes, if Bianca goes, and if Rhea goes? It's more like a blend now. So, like, I think... I don't think it's a blend. As we see, like, they do put people... They just, whenever they feel like it, they'll just call somebody up now. But, it seems like... But who, but but who I think though? That, I think that... Do you tell a story where Bianca's in NXT still? And, you know, going after the, the Women's Championship? My thing is, if Charlotte wins that... Or, if, or does Bianca win it? If Charlotte wins at Mania, we gotta have Bianca and Charlotte. As the top few in NXT. Okay. It has to feel like Bailey and Banks over again. Okay. Like nothing else matters. <laughs> they gotta like make that guys. gotta be top billing. That could that could work. And that will make Bianca a star. It will stall her out a little bit, uh-huh. but it will make Bianca a star for sure. Uh-huh. And then NXT will be Bianca's terrain once she beats Charlotte. You know what I mean? It would give other women time to kind of grow underneath uh-huh. that. I would love if that would be it to, to be to be, be it. Dope. You know what I mean? Because they, they all, I think, get busy, and I and I and I'm, I'm looking forward to this Rhea Ripley Bianca match. I'm really curious to see what happens going on forward that. But I think that that's essentially. I just don't want Bianca to be overlooked, you know. And, and I guess that's why I give that reaction to get that reaction from people to like set it up this way, but. uh I would have waited until at the Portland because I want to see the feud build with. I would have rather been like just Rhea, Bianca. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hi, my name is Adam Reichert, co-host of the Talk Eastern Europe podcast. I'm sure you have heard about the country of Belarus, which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there. To understand this country better, we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called The Story of Belarus, The Nation, Its History, and A New Hope. In this 10-episode documentary, we explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts. And then we go from there. Um, what else is up? Um, NXT, NXT, we got the Broserweights. Yes, we got the Broserweights. Yo, they have mad chemistry. Yes. Honestly, I got I to hand it to them. Yes. And like you said, the writers, if they're whoever's writing, they whoever's get it. Whoever's writing it, they get, they get them. They're both showing so, per- so much personality. Um and I think Pete Dunn is getting to show personality. Uh, we lo- I love all the, the the segments they're in. Like it's perfect. It's spot on. So they finally get it. Um, and I want them to become tag team champions in NXT. I, so I'm looking forward to that match. Really? I think that's where you want where you go with it. Really? Yeah, it's at that point where I would love to see them be a tag team. All right. Um. I it's tonight. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, um, man, I, I love how, like, even on Twitter, like, you know, Pete Dunn would tweet high expectations from the Broserweights. You know what I mean? Like, the puns. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's dope. 
It's dope, dude. How much fish can buy fish? How much fish can buy fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? And the swan, you know, we went out to, uh, you know, me and the family went out to the park. We went out to the same park that, you know, they filmed that out here. So it was, it's dope. You know what I mean? It was dope to kind of see, um, like I said, you know, Matt and, and Pete. <clears throat> um, be able to kind of show not so much is is it's the personality like you said, but it's the range also. You know what I mean? Yeah, like this sure. shows Pete Dunn's range. Yeah, you know what I mean. He so that yeah, you know he can do comedy, uh, but he can be a straight up villain. So I love that uh, for uh, Pete Dunn. It's a it's a different. It puts him at a different level. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I love the way they're produ- like producing sick people. It just makes you look at them differently as a talent in the wrestling industry. When you can put those things together, so I really am curious to see where that goes. Uh, what else happened on NXT? Uh, Keith Lee and Donovan. Keith Dr. Lee Kovic. and Donovan. Doctor Kovic. Yeah, with Mark Henry kind of like just bigging them up and like, yo, this is the evolution of uh, the big, big man. man. Yo, I love that shit. Uh, it was very like you know. Fitting that Mark Henry is the one doing that promo, so because he was uh, definitely an evolution, yeah, for sure. And he uh, is passing the torch almost like in this in this aspect. So I love that, uh, and that match should be a banger. NXT across the board has you know bangers this week. Uh, Velveteen Dream returns. So what do you think about his return? Like like two weeks ago, he returned on NXT. Uh, you know, it's five two five twenty. That's my. Uh, Brother's birthday, so Velveteen Dream returned on my brother's birthday. Come on. Uh, and he uh, attacked, you know, Undisputed Era. You saw it, right? Yes. And, and he took them all out. Um, did it meet your expectations? Um, dream coming back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dream, com- dream coming back met my expectations because... Um, we know now it's going to end and he's gone. Okay. Me 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 being logical. Okay. Because it I was kind of thinking like damn cuz if he would have came back for the rumble whatever the case may be and got promoted I'm like damn there was no resolution to what happened, you know what okay. I mean? Okay. Now he gets I think you could have he, he could have came up to the rumble and still Done this though, you know. I mean, I'm not sure if he was ready to go. I think but he could have still done. This. I think it would have diminished the comeback to NXT though. Everybody does. Everybody goes up to, to no, 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 not off, not off an injury. He okay. was off TV for some time uh-huh. for his first TV to be. Oh, he was Rumble, injured? huh? He wasn't injured. I'm assuming he was. That's yeah. what I'm saying. For for his first TV appearance to be the Rumble and then NXT. I think it would have been hard for him to have this feud with Roderick mean anything oh, okay. when we when we've already seen the possibility. Like we we can, we have like these fantasy wet dreams right now, mm-hmm. but until we see a, a girl kiss another girl, we don't know what that shit looks feels like to us. We can just think of it, and that. And I don't want to compare. I'm high, but I don't no. want to necessarily compare Velveteen Dream being in the ring with other big time superstars. But that would have been the case for me, okay. where it wouldn't have mattered at all for him to go back to NXT. Okay, I see. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so 
I, I, I definitely do enjoy and enjoy that um, that part of, of, of NXT. And going forward, um, wrapping up NXT, the big guy, the big title, Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa, they escal- <clears throat> put an exclamation mark on a feud that will culminate in the fight tonight for the NXT title. Uh, where the week before last, um, he signed the Tommaso Ciampa signed the contract for blood. I think we did talk about yeah. that on the last show. Okay. Uh, where he he put the blood on it, and that shit was fucking ill. And how uh-huh. that should have been the last image of the show. And then the very next week, which was when Velveteen Dream appeared, um, where um, you know it, it was a face off that last the, the week after mm-hmm. that, yeah. and then now. You know the the, the the go home show. Adam had a match with uh, uh, Koshida, mm-hmm. and uh, Adam Cole had a match with Koshida. And after that match, you know what I mean. Tommaso Ciampa just came and did the stand over. You know, like uh, you know the typical face off yeah. before the. You know what I mean. I'm looking so, forward to. It. I think it can go either way. Honestly, uh, I think the way they uh, have made this title mean something. You know, you feel like they <clears throat> the title is the prize. Yeah. You know, that's how it feels. It's yes. Like the title is the prize yes. in this story. It's just being NXT champion um, and they'll do you know, their blood, sweat and tears to do it, you know? So, and they seem like the centerpiece of NXT. They built, they booked it right. I was trying to say. So it gives you this point where you don't know which way is going to go. And as a wrestling fan, to be to have that feeling again, because I know we, we sit here like, oh, this is clearly going this way, clearly going that way. They can honestly go with Tommaso Ciampa. They can go with Adam Cole. Either way is going to be great. You know? So so right now, this is before the show of Portland. Actually, it's going on right now. It's about 7.30 right now, so the show just started. Right now, let's get our picks in. Uh, the card. Uh, Tegan Knox. Dakota Kai street fight. I got Tegan Knox. Yeah, Tegan Knox. Oh. I will get. Oh no, I got Dakota Kai. Whoa. Okay. 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 And then we got the NXT Women's Championship: Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. Who you got? I don't know if I can go against my girl Bianca. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> Won't do it. Won't do it. I'll, 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 I'll go down with that, nigga. Bianca all the way, nigga. Yeah. Um, so we also got uh, Keith Lee, Donovan, Di- Donovan Dijakovic. Who you got? Keith Lee. It's Black History Month, oh, so yeah. uh, Keith Lee. Keep it, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's just, no, no, let's no. make that easy. Um, we got Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. I got the shooter, the real rock and roller. I got Finn Balor. Who you got? Gargano, who? Johnny Gargano. Oh, my bad. I'm high, guys. Uh, I got. I got. I got Finn. I got thin, yeah. I got thin. Undisputed broser weights. Who you got? Broser weights. Broser weights. Got you, bro. Got you, bro. 
Um, and Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, who you got? At the end of the day, Adam Cole stands by himself with the only person with gold. He wins tonight. Adam Cole. I think, I think, I think Tommaso got this. I, yeah, it's the end of an era. Whoa! I just, that's what I see. Whoa! Happening. Okay, you hear it first here. <laughs> end of an era. They had all the gold. Now that's what they're losing. Okay. You know? All right. So, all right. We wrapped up NXT. Do you want to speed through SmackDown? Is there anything on SmackDown that you want to talk about? Smackdown, anything at all? Goldberg and Bray. Like, we touched on it a little bit already. Um, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. I, I, I need watch it. Bray to kill Goldberg. I just need that to happen. And then just move on. Like, have it really be like, damn, he took out Goldberg too? Like, this, guy, this guy is really a villain. You know, so I think that he had a great match with, with us, uh, Dan Bryan as Universal Champion. And him killing Goldberg is going <laughs> to make him matter more going against WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. You know, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think they're doing the best they could with uh, these fun house. They're, all, they're always interesting, the fun house. They're always, and he's performing great. Um, but it's hard to do it always via satellite. You know, you need that theme to come out and do, do stuff. So they're really extending feud just with those packages because he doesn't need to be there all the time in the ring um, performing that Fiend character. But when you get towards WrestleMania, hopefully we get to see more of that Fiend character in the ring uh, with whoever he's uh, and doing some more crazy shit. Because as long as you're escalating what this thing is, I think it's a perfect gimmick. But if you, if you don't make it feel important, then you're not gonna and, and he it's not gonna work on SmackDown. You feel me? Yeah. They need to really go all the way with this with this fame thing and push it up to another another gear. Um, so I need him to kill Goldberg. <laughs> outside, outside of that, um, yo, like uh, I didn't rate that SmackDown. Yeah, Bailey and um, Bailey and Naomi. Naomi, that shit gonna pop. I'm waiting to see. Give Bailey me all that cake. And I think I'm turning the corner on this Bailey heel turn. She did really good this week. Honestly, she comes off well on the mic. And she honestly is performing this, you know, role model role. Pretty good. You know, and I think she's a real good heel, ironically. <laughs> she's, getting a she, real, she, she's getting a big reaction. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, but it took me some time for it. But I think it's, it's hitting a pocket now. Um, yeah. But I definitely want to see Bailey. Have a feud with Naomi uh, at this point, but do you think that is what headlines WrestleMania, or do you think that they're just gonna have them tri- have a triple threat with Carmella in it? Because that's what it looks like it's gonna be a, tri- a, a triple threat with Carmella, maybe at Showdown, and then where does she go? She goes to what? Who does she drop it, or does she go to sh- to, 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 to to Sasha? Who Bailey? Uh, Bailey? Ba- I mean, Naomi can lose. But I also did book that Naomi and Sasha would be money. So, you know, we can go either or. I would be happy to have a Bailey and Sasha feud to culminate at WrestleMania because we haven't had one proper. But, nigga, if they gave me Naomi and Sasha, nigga, I'm locked the fuck in. Nigga, I might buy a Mania ticket to see that yeah, live. Sure. I lie. I'm watching that at home. No, <laughs> no, no. Not gonna, yeah, I, I, I think that it's worth putting that as the, the, the headline for WrestleMania. But I just want to give some props to Bailey on her performance. I don't 
know where we're going to go with it by Mania, but we'll see. Um, SmackDown. Nah, I got... That's we it, skipped, man. We skipped, we, did we, we talk AEW? No, we didn't talk AEW. Right. Oh, we skipped AEW. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get them out the way. We're right, about so an we, hour we, we in touched, the show. Let's go on, ahead and get on them. We, we touched on uh, Nala Rose's, you know, winning the, the cha- uh, women's championship. Uh, I believe going forward, you know, they got to push her and Swole. You know, I want to see her and Swole to take, you know, build a few with that. Tell a story there. I think Swole will be a great baby face against that, you know, monster heel, uh, uh, Nyla Rose. So, and Swole has the charisma, charisma to, to yeah, kind of do that, tell that too. Story, make it matter for sure. You know, so I think going forward, that's where you want to go with it. With that, and then you tie in Britt Baker with that. She did. They're, they're pushing Britt Baker with this dentist stuff, and she stomped the girl's tooth out, you know, on the ropes. Uh, then it got kind of overshadowed. By this chain of biting thing, so you know uh, that's how I saw. Uh, so because she's the girl bleeding and all that stuff, but Britt Baker has, has she has her thing, and it's uh, she has her own heel her persona that's working. Uh, it's just that she's calling herself a role model like Bailey is, so it's kind of like same kind of thing. Um, Aw man, it's just it's gotten stagnant. Honestly, it's, the show's gotten stagnant. And I think it's due to some of the ways they're booking uh, the show. You know, I think that right now it's heavily, it's overly saturated with this inner circle thing. Mm. And it's overly saturated with um, the elite as far as Kenny Omega is concerned. Because right now he's tag team champion, right? Mm-hmm. I was praising AEW's tag division. This is like, you know, for the past you know, five months, been, how long have they been there? Four or five months. I've been praising it. And they put the titles on Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. I think it makes them feel important, but it's kind of like the WWE model where you take two people and you just put the tag titles on them. Right. You know, so I didn't necessarily th- thought that's what the tag division was in AEW, but if they want to go that route and um, make those connections, I have no problem with it. But you then can't sacrifice Kenny Omega I mean, sacrifice other people to have feuds exactly with the guy who's a tag team champion, legitimately having a feud with his tag team partner at the same time. You know, so I think that, I keep saying I think that, but Pac essentially is feuding with Kevin Omega at the same time. So, meanwhile, Kenny Omega is tag team champion. He has a feud with his tag team partner who seems more relevant in the tag division now. And then you have Pac also trying to feud with Kenny Omega over some reason of just like, hey, he wants a victory. Um, rather than it being, hey, Pac can build something with some other people solely in a different angle outside of Kenny Omega. You feel me? So, because they did... The, my best producer of the week was Pac. They had a package of Pac. And it was very well produced. It kind of made him seem very intimidating. All right? You follow me? He's feuding with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's in a tag team that's not pushing the tag division. But they're he's also feuding with his tag team partner. That takes up the majority of the show. Then you have the inner circle oversaturating the show as well, because the inner circle is not very interesting. Um, they just need to pivot. They dropped the, the Nightmare Collective, right. so that's done. I think that's good. Um, but the show needs to sell some storytelling, as far as. Um, Building the right matches going forward, I think Mala Rose getting the title is a good is a good pivot. 
Um, and I think it's a good time to change some of these type these tiles around. But I'm not sure if they went the right route with Kenny and him and Paige. Just, okay, so you know, I mean, but my thing is their tag team division is is good, but it's it's not the best. It's it's isn't it's weak. It was good for a while. It was it was, but it's weak. It's weak. I think that they need to. I think they should have put a title on Penta and Phoenix to begin with. You know. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, everything that you just said about AEW, I'm not gonna say that I did not care. But <laughs> he did not care. I did not. <laughs> You said that for the fans, my nigga. Like you broke, you broke all that down for like. Cause I'ma keep it honest with you, bro. AEW, I've been, I, I, I've been, I, I've been, I've been trying to like stay. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. man. But that's I guess I'm the AEW correspondent. So that's yes, what's yes. going down with them. It's it's um. It's his own thing, but I, and, you know, and I think that the Cody Rose MJF thing should mean more. I don't know; it's funny to say, uh, but uh, it might be because their pay per views are so far out. I'm not sure that that's why, mm. and they're just extending things and finding ways to fill pockets and get to how we build this to then and keep it going. But uh, maybe we're like in this way, way of instant gratification where these long storytelling it's not necessarily hitting <laughs> you know because I'm not sure when their interview is coming up I'm not sure when we can get over with this uh, John Moxley because you're ugly thing or get over with this MJF Cody Rose thing that's been going on for a long time now so uh, let's see the culmination and let's let's move on uh, so that's how I feel about some of the programs being told in that show um, but I think they're they're doing well at, for a start um, but Time to take a pivot with somebody saying, I don't want to take the Jericho's champion. People were saying, like, he's like, oh, the best champion. And I'm like, all right, cool. Put it on Moxley. Let him do some work with other people, him and Pac, him and Kenny again, you know, him and Cody. And let's mix it up in your top heavyweight division. And then you also have your tag team division. Keep it purely a tag team division. Don't just marginalize the tag titles for, you know, Giving Kenny and uh, Hangman that spot, which I hope they can pivot and put it back in the tag division so they can uh, work with some people down there and building those tag teams because it was a highlight of the show. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was masterfully designed new episodes available now subscribe to the perfect scam podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts as things change other things stay the same like ohio lottery scratch-offs from small tickets to big tickets from bright colors to flashy themes there's something for everyone big wins make big stories but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories and your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Uh, 
then we have the women's division, which I think they, you know, I, I spoke on that. So, yeah, that's my take on AEW. Um, what we got from Book and Black today? <laughs> All right, that nigga had wasted enough time with that whack ass wrestling show. Now we can, nigga, you damn near put me to sleep, nigga. I, I wanted to, like, play the orchestra music from the Oscars, but I didn't want to throw you off even further because you was trying to collect yourself. Because And it's not your fault, CT. You have to explain the shit. And you don't know what you're explaining because they haven't explained to you how to explain to other people what you're watching. So... I'm not even going to fault you for the snooze fest that you had to report to. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I mean, um, but no, (laughs) our book in black, uh, and I'm about to go live on Twitter one more time. Our book in black is going to um, MVP this week, man. Shout out to MVP. Um, MVP. He is a personal, personal, um, Associate of of ours, uh, met him um, a few times. I've worked with him uh, down in MLW, and the reason why he's booking black this week is because we've seen him now for about two weeks uh, back on WWE TV, and uh, there has been word speculation that. He is going to be in a producer agent uh, uh, um, uh, um, role. You know what I mean? And we've spoke on this previously. We had an interview with Desmond Xavier. Um, so check that out in the archives. But we asked who could be that communicative person on behalf of black wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And we both thought that MVP would be a good category, uh, candidate. They have Conan for the Mexican culture. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and, and, and nothing kind of gets oversighted in the Mexican culture uh-huh. without it going through Conan to check it. And I think black wrestlers kind of need that. If Booker T don't yeah. want to be it, yeah. if, if Mark Henry don't want to I necessarily be it, I do think that MVP in that capacity, because... But you mean as a talent, or you mean as, as a, a rollback as, as, as a rollback stage and as a talent, because, yeah. listen, a lot of these guys aren't necessarily getting over due to what? Personality? Yes. Right? Cedric, Apollo, mm-hmm. um, Angelo seems to be dwarfed by Montez in some mm-hmm. sort of fashion. Um, MVP can be that bridge of how to be like, listen, I've worked here I as a black the person. Other day, like, like, he's like, a heat maker, yo. Did you see how the crowd reacted to him? Like, he can t- he can turn the crowd on a dime. You, he said, um, as soon as he was said, um, this is places for this is a place for you know people like me, and not like you. Everybody was excited to see him until he said, this this is a place for people like me, and not like you. And it was like, boo, got that heat on him. So when Drew came out, it mattered when he did what he did, you know, and he was antagonizing through through the entire promo. It was great. Uh, so I can uh, completely see that as far as building that character with them. I saw him do it in uh, Impact, 
with with, with Bobby. Yeah. You know, incredible work. You know, character based. Bobby's um, another he, one. Like he can he's worked with Bobby. Yeah. He can be like, Hey Bob, look, dog, <laughs> what we watching yeah. ain't it. Yeah. What you need to do is you go in there and you tell them you doing this. Uh-huh. And and I mean that works, I think. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I think if Bobby goes in, like, man, listen, before I'm out of here for my contract, nigga, <laughs> it better be me and Brock, nigga. <laughs> it gotta be. Exactly. It, got, it, it gotta, gotta it be. Gotta be it nigga. Gotta be. I ain't come back for this shit. <laughs> nigga, it they're, gotta be, they're, bro. They're dangling that in front of them just to mm-hmm. keep them going. Like, that's. I, I, but honestly, I think MVP will come in there and be like, nah, you gotta go in there and demand that shit. <laughs> And that's what you do, you know what I mean? But nobody's there. Everybody's like Mark Henry telling Leo to be like, you know, behave yourself. You know, to be cool, you know, be yeah. quiet. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. MVP yeah. would tell our young nigga, be like, yo, do your thing, uh-huh. little, little homie. You know what I mean? Like, hey, keep it within this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we know social media can get you, you know what I mean? But sure. in, the, in the realms of what this is, do your fucking thing, nigga. Yeah. And don't let none of these motherfuckers can't they whoever mad at you can't do what you do, man. He said, he said that he he said that he wanted to have his last match with Rey Mysterio. Um, like I saw him say that years ago. So to see him have that match on Raw is a it's just it's a, I think it was one of the best comebacks so far of the year. Uh, in my in my in my behalf because I see him work with Ray. He gets to do that for his son and, and have that match, and then he. Put on Drew McIntyre to heat him up towards WrestleMania. Which and Drew will have a lot of, but MVP being that first one. And my thing is, is that it, it's something about, and a, a lot of people have said this about your jobs, is about how you leave, right? MVP left because shit wasn't working out with him where we thought that he should have had a world championship run with Batista or whatever the case may be, fighting for the title. But he left. On good terms with the New Japan, went from New Japan to Impact, did his thing on the Independent Circle, floated around, kept his name relevant and on good terms with everyone, to where Vince can hit him back. Yeah, man. Now, when we talk about nostalgic acts moving the needle, do does MVP move the needle on the front of the screen? No, but he facilitates, but he facilitates in the future. Well, he'll future. be in the backstage, and I think that is why we ha- that is why we're highlighting him today, um, because I think anytime for one we have another black person behind the camera, you feel me, mm-hmm. in the creative spaces that is a filter or a bridge between the 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 the, the, the ultimate most high. I'm the most high, but Vince's nigga, mm-hmm. the exalted. <laughs> One no, shout out to AW. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what I mean? Sure. Like, but I think you know <laughs> the higher power. <laughs> the higher power. <laughs> I, I think to have people back there matters. So sure. if MVP if MVP is around for that in that capacity, I say good to you, man. Uh, proud of you. It's legit. And nigga, those checks clear. So get that money. For sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, talk about checks clearing. And getting that money, roll them right into booking. I mean, uh, business and logic. Okay, business and logic. Business and logic for um, sure. this past week I bought some stock, nigga, and I bought some stock because uh, niggas fired niggas. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. WWE let go um, two high profile employees, um, and this is kind of old news, but fuck it, we get into it now, so mm-hmm. we here. 
Um, they let go two prominent um, uh, um, um, executives in the company. I believe it was their chief market officer and their chief finance officer, financial officer. Um, and with that happening, stock dropped. Uh, I think to like forty. The low is like forty one dollars, forty two dollars, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. I spend that on weed. You know what I mean? So I went and got some stock. You feel me? So, um, and 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 the 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 um the reports came out. The the you know what I mean? The the quarterly reports from the fourth quarter. Um, so let me go ahead and see if I can find. Um, let me see if I can find the fourth quarter stock. The fourth quarter stock. Um. um um uh earnings uh for twenty for twenty nineteen. So <coughs> what was the story with them being fired? Um well the story was just honestly, realistically, Vince made it seem like that they were going you know, the company is just going in a different direction. Um, you know what I mean? And that's just what it is. And honestly, when it comes to shit like that, I mean Vince Vince has the right to hire. I'm. I mean, I don't know. If there was oh. anything illegal going on. The, the, I mean, I, I mean, I, it's it's not vetted, so okay. I'm not gonna go with it. it. It's it's on a new. It's on a wrestling news cycle. Okay, you feel bad. me? Like so, but it was talks. Um, there was conversations and talks that. Um, uh, there will be an investigation going on um, about some possible fraudulent activities or fraudulent reportings from uh, 2019. So, um, I mean, 2018, I apologize. So, with that being said, if that was the case by any means, um, if, if, if there were any fraudulent reportings or fraudulent um, uh, reportings from 2018 that affected them this upcoming, you know, mark uh, 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 quarter, and it's an investigation, then I okay. would assume let's not speak to that. that. That's if, it, if, it's, if it's just it's, a, a rumor or something, then let's just keep it at that. Yeah. You know? um, it, but with that, be, with, with them. That, them Letting people go business wise, how how do you see things? I mean, business. I mean, business wise. That's what I'm saying. So, business wise, letting go of your letting go of your finance person is a big sign. To to to, especially when 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 you're looking at it from the outside in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, what's what's going on? There's something. Yeah. Internal, so that will go to the speculation of why you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So there will be reasoning to why there's logic behind that speculation. You know what I mean? Um, realistically, if you've been with a company for ten years, maybe you have become stale. There's a possibility. I'm going to school for business right now. I'm going to school for marketing. I'm going to school to get my CMA. I'm new. I would be considered new blood to a company if I was qualified. So if I meet a demographic, if I meet a, 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 a 
um, uh, well, you don't have to pay me as much because I don't have that tenure. Now, don't forget the two people that got separated. I'm pretty sure their severance package was phenomenal. You know what I mean? But if they can bring in a newer, fresher face with newer ideas and get them on the books for another five, ten years and grow them into that salary of what they're no, playing, yeah, that antiquated I, person, I, I, no, I think yeah. that would be that. That's always, that's you know I what I mean. That, it could be a sign of growth. I think it could that, be a sign. that could be a sign. Exactly, a sign of growth. All right, we're not doing the way things the way we used to do. So um, it could be, you know, and, and that's the and, optimism. Yeah, one of yeah. thinking it. You know what I um, mean? And I mean Jim Crow. I mean, I keep talking about Jim Crow, but he said that, that they, <laughs> they've been paying these guys way too much. <laughs> as it was, I mean, so, for sure. Listen, they get they get paid holidays. They get paid holidays. They get you know the mm-hmm. big salary. You know, mm-hmm. like they are doing not a lot of work for the amount of money that they're getting paid. So I can be out like they niggas can be Vince huh? could be cooking the books and be like, We're paying them what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and we're still losing money? <laughs> like these niggas ain't the, like you know feel like Andy Ellisberg for the Miami Heat, he has his he's the he's the numbers guy for the Miami Heat. He's so good that he's part of the five that votes for shit that happens with the team. Okay. Because wow. if he can't get the numbers to make sense, it can't happen anyway. Okay. So his value is what it is to the yeah. Miami. Yeah. Nigga, if Vince is like, I gotta still pay taxes. <laughs> I still gotta. I st- I'm st- what? What is this? I'm. You know what I mean? Fire him. Get get yeah. get rid of him. Like get get out of here. Like I can see that happening too. You know what like I mean? Ten years <laughs> deep, dog. <laughs> ten years deep. Bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. These niggas can't. These niggas would never find another job like the one they had. So let's hope and pray. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're... let's hope, nigga. <laughs> Nigga, 10 years ago, the qualifications of what their job was ain't what it is now. <laughs> yeah. So, nigga, they might have not grown with the times. <laughs> yes, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is true. You're doing math this morning. Nigga. Oh, my God. Bro, nigga, are they? Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. Math is kicking my ass in real life, nigga. This podcast is real life, but math in real, real life is kicking my ass, nigga. Um, but no, to the to you know to the numbers, um, as far as like we said for WWE, um, a lot of the shit we kind of don't know. We're seeing them and we're like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. you know what I mean. But we don't know how this really affects the bottom line because how I look at it is like you said, Jim Cornette said that no company, no wrestling company should be publicly traded. But I look at WWE. And this goes back to, you know, what we're talking about, everything with the Hulk Hogan and the Rock, the John Cena. If my company can produce equity, and we're talking about business and leasing properties, right? Mm-hmm. If my company can build equity so I can lease these properties to gain capital for the overall umbrella, nigga. <laughs> Because listen, no matter listen, no matter The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world, but that nigga can be like, man, 
I wouldn't have got this opportunity if, if it wasn't for Vince. Seen as the same way. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of what they were going to be, because a lot of people say you have that in you, you have to have somebody to be able to put you in those positions for it to be magnified. Correct. You know what I mean? So when it comes to this business portion of it, I, I still look at Vince like I see him take minuscule and minor losses. Okay. For me, like... The money that they lost this quarter ain't going to be shit to what they're going to make next quarter. You know why it was next quarter? Mania. That's it. That's it. Take some risk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, if the XFL, if the, all, listen, listen if the XFL can get Vince back his initial profit money so Vince can put that back into the company that he drew it back from, that's awesome. I think Vince took like three hundred thirty million from the company to you know because he took his shares out. I think it's gonna work too. I think that it's how speaking on business logic. XFL debuted and this time we're off. Yo, the games are good. They're having good games. They're having good games. The presentation is just different. You get more intimate um, tapes on the fans. So, and I think it's a great league for the players to get to the NFL. If you can take that money that he's now that we see that it has legs to be successful year after year, and you flip it like you're saying, like I don't I think even, that, and I don't honestly, I don't even think this would be a bridge for a lot of people to go to the NFL. If Vince can get television rights for the XFL to where ESPN, ABC, Fox legitimately want to pay money for these games. And they have the existential money to pay these college athletes that don't get drafted, or aren't, like that won't be. That will. I think the NFL and the XFL won't be parallel, but the pipeline for yeah, the XFL exactly. will be for sure funneled. Through what is the the residuals? Yeah, it's not a competition. Thing. It's not a competition not, at all. Yeah, exactly. If niggas can, bro, I don't need to be the biggest weed seller in yeah, the world. Yeah. If I can I get a little, bro, look, nigga, a little residual, yeah. niggas. If I just need niggas like me to come, and that's that's that keeps me afloat. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, if the XFL can get some some residuals of those players, and they can pay. Five to six figure salaries, maybe even seven figures to some people that deserve it, nigga. I think that's a huge win for Vince in the XFL for sure. Hell yeah! And uh, for the niggas that invested at forty two dollars, like myself, WWE is already back up to forty five. A yee hee, nigga. You know what I mean? So just stay, just just stay, just stay the course. You know what I mean? Like. That's when it, you know what I mean? I like, think, yeah, I, I think that, um, yes, this change is being made. You know, there's, there's changes being made, you know, and, and it's, it's a good thing. It could be a good thing, you know. So, business wise, I don't see anybody going anywhere. <laughs> so, nope. <laughs> just, I just don't. Not at all. Not at all. So, <laughs> we we thank you, Vince, and we're here. Yeah. We're here, man. Um, but we, we've been recording for a little bit for some time, which is about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. 
We about to tap into NXT Portland. We're about an hour behind. Um, so we'll see if what we predicted came true. I actually got a spoiler alert of one of the matches. So I'll tell CT after we get off here. Um, so thank you guys for listening. We're about to go be wrestling fans. Peace. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.